0: Stuff Podcasts.
1: Hi, I'm Michael Wright and this is The Long Read from Stuff, a new podcast that showcases our best long-form writing. This episode's story is called Bunny Boilers by Stuff National Correspondent Tony Wall, who joins me now. Hello Tony. Hi bunny boilers sounds ominous things did not end well for the bunny and fatal attraction what is this story about
0: yeah well it's about uh skullduggery in the rabbit breeding community of new zealand i came across a high court judgment where one breeder had taken another to court seeking a restraining order and i thought oh boy there's a good story there that sounds strange enough rabbit breeders taking out restraining orders against one another what did you find when you dug a bit deeper well, I found that there'd been um, Facebook groups set up, hate groups, um, police were called, and believe it or not, people trying to get uh, others committed to mental health care. So
1: once you'd looked into it more, was was it clear there was a long-form story in it?
0: Yeah, like um, the first story that we ran was just a, a short court story using court language, whereas I thought, well, if I can really get into the details here, I can pad it out and make it into a really nice, long narrative read. And what was the key to that?
1: Were there like people you needed to get or a scene or two that you needed to piece together? What was the key to making this a good yarn?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Meeting the key players was, was great. Um, going out to the property where some of these rabbits were kept and actually meeting the rabbits, patting the rabbits, <laughs> uh, and talking to um, one of the, the woman at the centre of all of this, Janine Sachs, and getting her story.
1: Well, Tony, better not keep your public waiting. Here is Tony Wall reading his story that contains a little strong language, bunny boilers.
0: Before she died of cancer in 2019, mutter rabbit fancier Lorraine Price wrote a confessional letter to breeder Janine Sachs. One night a couple of years earlier, Price wrote, she had crept onto Sachs's property near Tauranga and interfered with the rabbit hutches. She left soft toys in the play pens, drew dollar signs in the grass with Roundup, spread laxative powder on the cages and left a dead chicken outside the converted shed where Sacks lived. It was a sick prank, wrote Price, who was an executive member of the Rabbit Council of New Zealand. The stated aim of the council was to protect the interests of all New Zealand rabbit breeders. Sacks was not a member. I'm really sorry for what I did, Price wrote. It was really mean and nasty and I regret it deeply. She went on to say she hadn't been thinking straight because of medication she was taking. But there was more. Have you, in the last 12 months, had rabbits die from RCD? Price asked Sachs. RCD referred to the rabbit Khaleesi virus disease, which causes the animals to die painfully from internal bleeding. It was illegally introduced by farmers in 1997 and is now widespread throughout New Zealand. If you have, Price continued, I know where the virus came from and who was involved in the organisation of spreading it. And then she dropped a bombshell. Joanne McMillan organised for RCD to be spread on your property. McMillan was president of the Rabbit Council of New Zealand at the time. She and others had been feuding with Sachs since Saks began breeding in 2016. Price explained in the letter that she had become a quote total believer in McMillan's cause, which was, according to her, to have Sachs' breeding operation shut down and Sachs placed in mental health care. In January 2018, Macmillan had spoken publicly about how RCD had gotten into her rabbitry in Rotorua, killing several of her stock. She lost a number of rabbits, Price wrote, and she didn't think it fair that she should have RCD and not you. So she organised for one of the infected carcasses to be delivered to one of your neighbours so that they could release the virus around your rabbits. She called it spreading the love. But it was not very loving, and was done more than once to ensure your rabbits were affected, a slow and painful death that they didn't deserve and which I find sickening. The shocking revelations were the culmination of more than two years of warring between Sachs, her neighbour, and rival fanciers, which included allegations of theft and mistreatment of rabbits, online bullying, and even death threats. Police were called multiple times, complaints were laid with various agencies, and the parties took each other to court. Who knew rabbit breeding could be so nasty? Janine Sachs, aged 42, studied law at Otago University and was a top triathlete. She finished ninth among women at the World Long Distance Championships in Las Vegas in 2011. Around 2014, she started rescuing wild rabbits that had been caught by cats and in 2016 began breeding under the name Bunnyton, producing specialty breeds such as Mini Lops, Jersey Woolies, Netherland Dwarves, and English Angoras. She became a target of rival breeders, who accused her of spreading RCD, letting her bunnies run loose and mate with wild rabbits, passing off crossbreeds as champion stock, and running a quote, bunny mill. A Facebook page was formed. The administrators, including Macmillan, Claimed they were just trying to warn the public, but Sachs says it was a hate page spreading malicious falsehoods designed to incite harassment. I was getting death threats all the time, she says, for being cruel to animals and wrecking the breeding community. I've had up to 200 abusive messages a day through TradeMe through texting. I've been called on my Saturday night to be told I'm a Citing the Harmful Digital Communications Act, Sachs went to court seeking the removal of the site. The administrators agreed to take it down by consent. Meanwhile, Sacks had also been feuding with her neighbour, Melody Campbell. The pair shared a driveway and lived in converted sheds just a few metres apart, surrounded by kiwifruit orchards. They'd been friends, but fell out in 2017, each accusing the other of harassment and calling police on one another. Sacks believed Campbell's cats and dog were harassing and killing her rabbits. Campbell accused Sacks of taking her cats. Sacks admits she caged one of Campbell's cats when she caught it killing a rabbit, and had Campbell's Labrador impounded after it came onto her property and frightened her bunnies, causing them to run into the sides of their cages. The dog was later returned. Campbell did not respond to requests for comment. She has applied for a restraining order against Sacks and moved away from the region. She had joined an anti-Sacks Facebook group called Saxophobia, which MacMillan and Price also belong to. After her attack of conscience. Price shared some of the group's messages with Sachs. They showed the woman talking about, quote, keeping the pressure on. They'd been in touch with police and mental health services. One post, referring to Sachs, began, She hasn't quite yet reached the stage that they can come and take her away, but it's getting close. We need to keep in contact with all the authorities. So it seems that we need to keep the pressure cooker on as she's about to blow. The group also began plotting Price's nighttime raid. McMillan suggested she write Troll in the grass with Roundup. Price's plan was to cruise up the driveway with her lights off. Just need to check if there are cameras there, she wrote on the page, or gate alarms or electric fences. Fuck, I hate those things. When Sacks discovered the vandalism the following morning in November 2017, she called police saying she feared for her safety. But it wasn't until January 2019 when Price went into the Matamata police station and confessed that the identity of the offender was revealed. Police later wrote to Sack, saying Price was very much sorry for her actions and hadn't been charged. I have warned her for being unlawfully on your property and a warning has been entered against her name, the officer wrote. I haven't trespassed her at this time as I believe her when she says she will not return uninvited to your home. Price died in August 2019.
1: Hi, I'm Carol Hirschfeld, the head of Video and Audio at Stuff. If you're enjoying our Long Reads podcast, how about contributing to the Stuff Supporter Program? You can contribute any amount you choose, and you can do it just once, or monthly, or annually. Direct support from people like you helps us produce the kind of journalism you're listening to right now. Go to stuff.co.nz forward slash support.
0: In January 2018, Macmillan told the other members of the Saxophobia Facebook group that she'd been hit with RCD. Why wasn't it Bunnyton? One person posted. Campbell, Janine Sachs's neighbour, wrote that she would love Joanne Macmillan to pop over and share the love or I could pop to Rota Vegas and pick up some love. Macmillan wrote, At the moment the gift is on ice, until I'm no longer a suspect. That is, I'm not really proud. It goes against everything I should be doing as an RCNZ member and president. Macmillan, who was a senior legal secretary, is now out of the breeding business and keeps just one house rabbit. She resigned from the rabbit council after her activities were revealed, posting an apology on its Facebook page and calling her actions disgusting and unforgivable. She looks back on that time with shame, but tells stuff that Sachs had driven her over the edge with legal threats and court action. Sachs had even contacted her employer, she says, at which point she sought a restraining order. The court issued a reciprocal order that both women stay away from each other. I was in a terrible place, Macmillan says. She was still continuing to harass me and still going through this battle in the court and bad-mouthing me. You get to a point where you just can't take it anymore. I should have had more self-control. Macmillan says the arrival of RCD at her property had been devastating. It's terrible. It's the worst thing that could ever happen. You go out into your shed and there's dead rabbits and there's nothing you can do to stop it. It's a bit like COVID-19. You can do all the right things and still they die. She admits she met Campbell on the side of the road in Rotorua and handed her the carcass of a tan rabbit that had recently died of RCD. What was she thinking? I've got to stop this woman somehow, McMillan explains. I wasn't mentally in the right place. Price's night raid on Sax's property was just to play with her mind and drive her crazy, McMillan says. It was Price's goal to send Sax mad, not hers, she says. She and Price fell out after the latter came clean, claiming she'd been under Macmillan's influence and was bullied by her. McMillan says Price turned on her because she didn't get what she wanted with the Rabbit Council. I never bullied her. She was a very good, very manipulative and convincing liar. Macmillan admits that when she was chatting in the Facebook group, you kind of get wound up into the moment and things get said and done that shouldn't be said and done. I told the police that I said, I've got a friend who's got gang affiliations. They'll sort her out. Clearly it didn't happen, but I said it in the heat of the moment. My son's got a slug gun. I think I said, I'll take his gun with me, something like that. I've never shot the thing. And I don't even think we've got pellets for it. Police understood it was all bravado. She says she cooperated with police and was told she had not committed any crime. Police say they have closed their investigation. Despite the women saying on Facebook that the love has been shared several times, Macmillan now claims that Campbell didn't actually spread the virus. I was led to believe it was spread, she says. But since talking to Melody, she's assured me it wasn't. And the reason she told me it was was because she didn't want to disappoint me. I understand the carcass was put in the freezer and it was thrown away. Sachs doesn't believe that. She says a couple of rabbits died mysteriously around the same time and tests by Landcare Research, seen by Stuff, came back a few months later, positive for RCD. Sax says the virus cost her thousands of dollars for sanitising and vaccination. She has moved her rabbits to a new area and spaced them 50 metres apart. I guess I was fortunate in that the bunnies were so spread out, Sax says. It didn't spread like wildfire like it did with the other breeders because they keep their bunnies in tiny little cubby holes. Sachs says it's hurtful that she's been accused of breeding, quote, ugly mutts. She admits that some of her rabbits have escaped and bred with wild rabbits in the past, but says she's never been deceitful about the lineage of her stock. Crossbreeds have been advertised as such. I'm the most transparent breeder in the world, she says. All of my litters coming through are posted online, and people, when they get their pedigree, can look it up. She says the rumours that she had RCD in the early days of her operation, spread on the Facebook hate group, came about because an autopsy of a rabbit found the animal had a pinkish liver, a sign of the disease. We don't think it did have it in the end, she says, because it didn't spread in the way the Khaleesi virus would. The deaths weren't consistent enough with the virus. She's still waiting on some results, but is hopeful she's now clear of RCD. Sex says the way she's been treated by the rival breeders, who she calls the trolls, is disgusting and unfair, and police didn't do their job, essentially leaving her a sitting duck. I've done the best that I could against a torrent of harassment, She says her rabbits are her children and she would never do anything to harm them. Dogs and feral cats continue to attack and kill her animals. Cats are pretty much unstoppable once they get the taste for rabbits, she says. She recently caught a cat which killed one of her mini-lops, Miss Polly, and it was put down by animal control. She has started a petition calling on the Western Bay of Plenty District Council to make it an offence for anyone to come onto private property or allow their cats and dogs to do the same. She says the attacks on her reputation, including her customers being contacted directly, have affected her business. Bunnington is about to fall over, she says, but I know it's salvageable. Somehow we're going to have to claw out of this. Sarah Freeman, the new president of the Rabbit Council, distanced the council for Macmillan and Price's actions. The council would like it known, she said in a statement, that the alleged actions of the parties concerned were not in any way known, condoned or encouraged by, nor were they acting on behalf of, the Rabbit Council of New Zealand. Any alleged behaviour was conducted privately. Former breeder Ben Ellis of Christchurch, who quit the Rabbit Council to form a rival group, the now defunct National Rabbit Association, says the ludicrous behaviour of the feuding parties has harmed the rabbit breeding industry. Whenever you bring out people who are passionate and competitive anywhere, he says, it's going to bring out the crazy in them. Ellis says the industry has gone downhill in recent years. Because of the small gene pool in New Zealand, the quality of the stock has deteriorated. All our top breeders have been hit by Khaleesi virus. It's just so hard to come back from that. A South Island breeder who goes by the online pseudonym Daisy Taylor to avoid some of the nastiness of the community says she has bought rabbits from Saks and has found her professional. She provides pedigree certificates, Taylor says, and you can actually trace back a minimum of three generations with her. Taylor says the online attacks on sex were appalling. I had one person message me out of the blue and tell me negative things about her. They never have a shred of evidence. They never provide anything. Taylor says it's driven by insecurity and jealousy. Undermining rivals? Running smear campaigns? New Zealand's rabbit-breeding world, Taylor says. That's just standard practice.
1: That was Bunny Boilers on The Long Read from Stuff, written and read by Tony Wall. This episode was mixed by Sam Scannell and produced by me, Michael Wright. Stuff's podcast director is Adam Dudding. If you listened via our website, you can hear this story and more like it on The Long Read podcast, available on all the usual platforms. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps other listeners find us. Thanks for listening.